So I had a comment on one of my videos that said, hey, I understand there are controlled substances that are illegal, but I don't understand the schedules. What does that really even mean? And as I started to type, I thought, well, heck, why don't we just do a video on that very topic? My name is Joshua Roberts, attorney at law, and you are watching Lawyer Up. On today's episode, we are going to be looking at the Controlled Substances Act, the act that makes certain substances or drugs illegal. And we're specifically going to be looking at the scheduling system. They have a scheduling system from one to five uh, that indicates, at least in the government's opinion, how dangerous a particular substance is. We're going to look at those schedules and we're going to talk about the uh, drugs and where they fall on that schedule. And we're going to look at uh, some of the ones that uh, really don't make a whole lot of sense. Now remember to like, comment, subscribe, and share me on social media. And if you want to support the channel, we've got merch, we've got hats, we've got Lawyer Up t-shirts, we've got coffee mugs. You can find the link to purchase those in the description below. Now, the Controlled Substances Act was passed in 1970, assigned into law by President uh, Nixon, and it regulates uh, various uh, drugs and their immediate precursors, and that's the substance that's used to ultimately make that drug. Now, controlled substances are those uh, that for medicinal purposes you have to have a prescription for, or that are just downright illegal for all purposes. These are our controlled substances. Now, in conjunction with the DEA, or the Drug Enforcement Agency, a schedule of all of these drugs was created. Uh, and the schedule, uh, in essence, uh, puts these controlled substances into one of five slots. And in scheduling these drugs, there's essentially three factors uh, that the government looks at. They look at the potential for abuse of the drug. They look at any accepted medical or medicinal uses for the drug. And then they look at the potential for addiction. Now, obviously, the potential for abuse and the potential for addiction are kind of the same things. So what you're looking at is how bad is the drug, how addictive is it, and then are there any, uh, you know, approved medicinal purposes or uses for that particular controlled substance. Now, when you look at the schedule from one to five, schedule one drugs, those are the ones that are classified as having a high potential for abuse, a high potential for addiction, and no medicinal purposes or benefits from these drugs. Now, when we look at the drugs that are actually scheduled as Schedule One controlled substances, you realize, if you know their history, uh, that a lot of them originated uh, out of medicinal purposes, or they actually do have medicinal purposes, even though the government says they do not, at least at the federal level. Let me give you some examples of some Schedule One controlled substances. Uh, that would be uh, DMT or dimethyltryptamine. Uh, that is a, a psychedelic drug that is used uh, primarily in South America. Ayahuasca is uh, the drink uh, that contains uh, the uh, DMT. Uh, it's called ayahuasca as the drink. It's also called uh, pharmawasca, where they create the DMT in a lab. Uh, but that's one of the drugs. Heroin, of course. 
uh, LSD. Now marijuana is a Schedule One controlled substance, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because lots and lots of states have specifically approved marijuana for medicinal purposes. However, under the uh, Controlled Substances Act and the schedules of our federal government, marijuana is a Schedule One controlled substance. And again, Schedule One is the worst of the worst of the drugs. Moving on, Schedule One contains MDMA, and that's your uh, Ecstasy or Molly, uh, Rohypnol and GHB, those are the uh, date rape drugs. Uh, mescaline, which is peyote, uh, and psilocybin, which is shrooms. And if you look at the medical community, they have these toxicity charts, uh, which talks about how toxic a substance is and how addictive it is. On their charts, uh, shrooms are at the very, very bottom, uh, less addictive than even cigarettes or, or marijuana. So the fact that it is a class uh, one, uh, schedule one controlled substance is a little bit strange. Now, remembering that schedule one controlled substances have a high level uh, of abuse, a high potential for addiction and no medicinal uses uh, whatsoever. A little strange. Stepping down to Schedule 2, we again have drugs that have a high potential for abuse and addiction, but there are some medicinal purposes. These are the Schedule 2 drugs. Here's some examples. We have uh, cocaine. We have morphine. Uh, we have fentanyl. Uh, we have methamphetamine. Uh, and in the uh, opium subcategory, uh, we have the hydrocodones, uh, we have your oxycodones, your methadones, those types of drugs uh, that generally are addictive and can be problematic for abuse, but they do have some medicinal purposes. Now, I don't know the medicinal purposes for methamphetamine. However, the federal government has said they do have some potential for medicinal purposes. So it's a Schedule II controlled substance. Now, when you move down to Schedule Three, it has a medium level for abuse and addiction, and also does have uh, medicinal uses. Some examples of a Schedule Three controlled substance would be anabolic steroids. These include the barbiturates, which are essentially uh, sedative or anxiety medicines. Uh, this is Suboxone, which is used uh, for opium addiction. Uh, and then the phenobarbital, which is generally used to treat epilepsy. Uh, those types of drugs are Schedule Three controlled substances. Now, Schedule Four says it has a moderate potential for abuse and addiction. Now, Schedule Three above it was medium, uh, and Schedule Five below it is low, and so moderate, I guess, is like ordering your steak medium rare. I don't know. It's a lower level still as far as the uh, potential for abuse and addiction. Uh, now some examples of Schedule Four controlled substances are your benzodiazepines, and these are your anxiety medicines, Xanax, Clonopin, uh, Valium, Tramadol, these types of drugs. Uh, those are your Schedule Four controlled substances. And last but not least, we come to Schedule Five, and these are the low level for abuse, low level for addiction, and also a medicinal purposes. And the big things that you see in Schedule Five uh, is codeine, codeine uh, in the cough suppressant area or the anti-diarrheal area. That's the big one as far as Schedule Five goes. So that's a quick summary when we're looking at the Controlled Substances Act, and those are the substances that are controlled by the government. Uh, they regulate your use of them, your possession of them, your ability to buy and sell them, uh, and the schedules that go along with it. With the lower the number uh, being the worst. Schedule one being the drugs that have the highest potential for addiction and abuse uh, without any medicinal purposes, at least according to our government. So that's the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, hit that like button. 
If you got a question, comment below. Uh, remember to share me on social media and subscribe to the channel if you haven't. I appreciate you watching. Uh, again, my name is Joshua Roberts, and you've been watching A Lawyer Up. Send lawyers, guns, and money. Dead, get me out of this.